Whatever the moon was to us before or is to us now, in the future, it'll just be home. Coming to you from the future through a hole in the space-time continuum that hasn't been patched yet due to a lack of infrastructure funding, it's time for Tales from the Moon in Stereo Sound Division. As we near the close of a calamitous year, sitting in our chairs, gripping the armrests, braced for liftoff for another circuit around the sun on Starship Earth, we could all be forgiven for wondering aloud, Lord, what next? But in this season, it's customary to add a note of thanks to that, so let me just add a bit of mine. Thanks, Lord, that at least the sun didn't explode this year. Thanks that we didn't get walloped by a giant asteroid. Thanks that a supervolcano didn't decide to blow its top. And while we're at it, and speaking for myself and my immediate family, thanks that we've been safe and well here. Thank you very much for that. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. You could never know. But the point of having new years is that we all get to try again. And the human race has a way of inching ahead, if painfully slowly, towards better things. And it's never a good idea to count us out. So thanks, too, for giving the human race the opportunity to give it another shot. And maybe get it right, or at least a bit more right, this time around the sun. As bad as things seem now, we have to remember that disasters have a way of fading away in memory once they're over. The human brain is like that. And they usually leave us with new tools, new ideas, new ways of solving problems. Someday we'll be in new places, on different hunks of rock, zipping through space, facing whole new sets of problems. And thinking about that can't help but buck you up a bit, and make you admire the human family, at least a little, as horrible as we can be at times. Well, what family doesn't have its ups and downs? In that spirit, it's time to tag along with the moon's most determined and dusty private detective and his digital girl Friday, Maxine, as they make a journey through the future lunar underworld, trying to track down a shipping container from another world that's having some difficulty finding a new home. My name is Mike Astro. I'm a private detective in Port Armstrong, the moon. Most nights, after a long day of getting to the bottom of things, I walk the streets. It's a pretty rough town. The ships come in, the ships go out. The big airlocks open and close all day and all night. And a gritty wind blows into the city, covering the streets with a gray film of... Covering the streets with a gray film of... That's Maxine. My phone and digital girl Friday. What is it, Maxine? It's a message from your mother, Mike. She wants to know whether you'll be bringing anybody over for family dinner next week. Thanks. And while we're chatting, Mike, how much longer are you going to keep walking in circles like this? I'm not walking in circles. You want me to show you a map of your path over the last hour? Not that there's anything wrong with that, except this part of the neighborhood is right on the border between the New Erdling neighborhood and Martiantown, and the two aren't getting along so well. There's a nice walk down through the old part of town, very pretty. Lots of sites of historical interest. Five gold stars for safety. I like this walk here just fine. And quit suggesting scenic walkways and fancy restaurants and stuff like that. I'm a phone, Mike. It's my job. You don't like it? Trade me in for a toaster or something. This area right around the office, Mike, I hate to tell you, it's violent and depressing. Not to mention noisy. 
Boss, it's my job Mute to... Mute that malarkey. All right. <laughs> what now? You should at least get something to eat. Diana's Moondust Diner is just up ahead on the right. You know you like it. And it's got four stars out of five on the Howl of the Moon app. Positive online reviews. And it's clean for the neighborhood. Fish protein special tonight. Yum. It's good for you. All right. I'm kind of hungry. The Moondust Diner is tucked away down near the port right off of Kennedy. It's a clean, bright little spot in a drab, dusty neck of the woods. The food's good if you don't mind a bit of grit. The coffee and the booze are strong, and Diana has a friendly face who knows everyone and keeps out of your business. Hi, Mike. Hi, Maxine. Oh, place is busy tonight. I'm rushed off my feet. I'm going to have to put you at the counter. Uh, you're gonna have Sally tonight. Now, I gotta tell you, Sally is an earthling, and she's new, and I don't want you giving her any guff about that. And she's kinda cute, so don't get fresh with her, because, you know, she already broke a plate over one customer's head tonight, I don't need the lost inventory, you got what I'm saying? Hi, I'm Salingatut, just call me Sally. You know what you want? You're from Earth? Diana just told you I was. What, you deaf? Don't get all hot under the collar. I just haven't seen many people from Earth before, that's all. You look just fine. What's good tonight? Nothing. Everything's synthetic and it tastes like dust. Does Diane know you talk about her food that way? All food on whole moon synthetic and tastes like dust. Back on Earth, we ate real food. Good fresh meat. Fresh vegetables. Old Earth saying, best meal is one you looked in the face this morning. You ate animals? Sure. Animals eat each other. Some of them tried to eat us, so we eat them. Seems fair to me. Way things work on Earth, mostly. Things eat each other all the time. On the moon, nobody's thought about eating real meat in 300 years. Sounds disgusting. Not my fault if lunatics have no taste. So why not go back there if the food here is so bad? Let me see. Well, Earth got snow, rain, lightning, fires, mudslides, big rocks falling on you, wars with next village, bad diseases, and all that's on a good day. Other than that, Earth, great place to live. I'll stay here, thanks. What you want? I ain't got all night. I'll have a 16-ounce synthetic fish protein steak, bioengineered greens, a double order of deep-fried carb chunks, and bioengineered gravy, and a scotch straight up. Sally, make that a 10-ounce steak. Cut the fried carb order back to a single and bring him a tall water with a scotch. And I'll just take some juice, thanks. Sling me that cord over there. Ask Joe you always do what little lady pocket machine tells you to do? Call me Mike. No, I don't. I should turn you off, Maxine. You're the one who programmed me, Mike. If you don't like it, you can always... Fine. You two done arguing what you want. Make it ten ounce on the steak and one order the carb chunks. All right, machine boy. Good grief, what now? It's your mother. All right. Mike, why don't you pick up your phone? Where are you? Sounds like you're in a diner down by the port. That stuff will rot your guts. Hey, Ma. You need some good home cooking. You coming to family dinner next week? Yeah, I'll be there. You bringing anyone? I need my numbers, Mike. You know how it upsets me when I don't know my numbers? No, I don't think I'll be bringing anyone. Why not? You seen anyone these days? Maxine, he seeing anyone? He's forbidden me from discussing his love life, Mrs. Astro. But if you would ask me whether there were any new additions to his phone directory in the social department, the answer would be no. 
And in my opinion, he could certainly use a broader circle of acquaintance since he mostly associates with a pretty low class of human being. Just saying. Shut up, both of you. Ma, I'll let you know in a couple of days about next week. Bye. Bye. What now? Your number. I don't know it. Someone in Clavius Crater Town. Hello, Mike Astro. Mr. Astro, my name is Miles Meteori. I was referred to you by some of your former clients. I need your assistance down at the port tonight. A shipment of mine has been held up for some reason. Can't it wait till morning? I'm about to eat. I need the items in question as soon as possible. Some friends and I ordered them specially and they're perishable. The matter is delicate. I'll pay a premium. All right. What's the shipment number? I'm sending it now. I'll have a driver with a truck standing by. Maxine, can you look up that number? Honey. It says it's agricultural products from Ert that are being held up for inspection. Anything up from Ert gets a lot of scrutiny, Mr. Meteori. Everything has been through inspection and has the necessary approvals. I took care of all of that on the Ert well, this side. This is Port Armstrong, and you're going to be subject to unspecified additional charges, which is port speak for someone's going to want a gratuity to let the stuff go. Is that legal? Are you trying to be funny, Mr. Meteori? Look, Port Armstrong is a town with a few million dusty, sweaty people in it living in a hole in the ground under a dome, most of whom aren't paid a lot. At any given time, one half has their hand in the other half's pockets. So no, it is not exactly legal, but neither is it at all unexpected. Knowing the items are perishable was a red flag that gave some bureaucrat leverage to put the squeeze on you. How much? Depends on how valuable they think the stuff is. If it's a sizable shipment, a few hundred should do it. More if they act polite and think they've rendered exceptional service. I'll need to lay out some cash. Add any expenses to your bill. I need to make sure the container and its seals are intact. If it's been tampered with in any way, I'll refuse acceptance. We have to be assured of chain of custody. What's inside this thing? Nothing illegal, but discretion is required. I'll pay you double your usual rate. All right. Sally, cancel my order. Uh, make that a synthetic meat sandwich on faux rye with, uh, with uh, mustard-flavored yeast cultures, and be sure to shake the dust off. Good evening. Welcome to the Port Armstrong Port Authority. I'm a Gratuitarm 3000. I have been specially appointed to assist you with all final port transactions, including all necessary bribes, payoffs, kickbacks, and gratuities. Would you like to start your payoff session now? I'm supposed to bribe a robot? That's new. After an extensive multi-year study of port corruption, this was found to be the most efficient way to deal with the issue. A 5% surcharge will be added to your bill to pay for the service. You gotta admit, Mike, it sounds more efficient than the old way. How much are we talking about? A comprehensive list of all those requiring payment is displayed on my monitor. Haggling may commence at any time. I don't have all night. Maxine, can you interface with this thing and see if you can speed this up? Sure, Mike. Calling up quick, bribe. We can conduct a negotiation over Haggle Talk, Graph Plus Plus, or Payola, which do you prefer? Haggle Talk is preferred. Initiating encrypted session. 
Mike, we've agreed on 353 moon bucks and 52 cents to be paid to an escrow account in the bank of Phobos. I've got the number. Final transfer subject to turnover of shipment. Fine. Let's have a look at this thing. The container in question is in bay 13. That's just here. I'll enter the code. Gosh! Either this is a super special invisible shipping container, or this bay is empty. Sure you got the right one? Yes. I I just don't know what could have happened, sir. It was checked in six hours ago. There's nothing in the logs. I'm shocked. How many people have the combination to this thing? At least one too many, apparently. I sincerely apologize on behalf of the Port Authority of Port Armstrong. There has been some pilferage recently. There will, of course, be a full investigation. Right. Well, this was a lovely waste of an evening. Maxine, call the client. Mr. Astro, are you at the port? Yeah. Someone made off with your stuff. Also not an unknown occurrence, I'm afraid. I just received communication from an unidentified party. They said they have my property. They are a specialty transport company and want me to come to a warehouse near the port to discuss their carting and handling fee. I must confess, this is getting rather tedious. Can you take care of this for me as well? I'm willing to pay a good deal extra, but if- The seals are broken, you don't want the stuff. Got it. Look, this area is pretty rough these days, Mr. Meteori. I'll pay you whatever you want. It'll be at my hazard rate and you pick up any resulting bail or hospital bills. Agreed. I'm sending you the address they gave me. Call me when you get there. I'll have a truck standing by. It's another block or so, Mike. Down on the left. I don't like this. We haven't been in this part of Martian town in a while. It's gotten pretty wild. Wait, you're yapping. And on top of that, we're being followed. Someone with a walking stick. I noticed. I make three of them total. All of them pretty big, too. I'm ducking into this alley. We see you, at Who are you, and what do you want? We are patrol from Earthling Mutual Protection and Betterment Association. Lots of trouble around the neighborhood these days. You're not usually in this neck of woods. What you doing here, Astro? How do you know my name? Everyone know you. We call you Night Nudie Round Walking Yak Yak Man. Means guy who comes out at night and walks around in circles talking to I'm self. not talking to myself. It's my phone. It's not my fault if she's chatty. Don't care. My name's Little Arnold. These are some of my cousins. You don't look so small to me. You should see brothers back home on Earth. Don't change subject. What you doing around I here? I got an appointment. Oh, with? None of your business. Everything here our business. Martian mob guy's been making trouble. One come to my place, say he want to give me protection. Protection for what, I ask? Protection from him, he says. So I say, wait a minute, let me get family together and get out my big talking stick. You wanted to hold a family meeting? No. What the heck I need meeting for? This big talking stick here... 
Your stick I get out when I need the big stick to do the talking for me. Me and cousins talked to that feller real good. And he come back with some of his friends. Our sticks talked to them too. Since then a lot of sticks been talking back and forth. Better to keep off the streets till sticks get tired. I just need to take care of my business and then I'll get out of here. You hurry up. You get in trouble, send a signal. What kind of signal? Yell real loud. That works pretty good. I won't be needing you. This is it. I make out two lookouts on the roof, a couple down the street behind us. Here goes nothing. You, Astro? That's me. Don't turn around. Just go inside. You got cash? What do I look like to you? Some yokel just stepped off a boat from the outer moons of stupid? I don't carry cash around in a neighborhood like this. If I see you got the goods, I call the client and he'll transfer the funds to wherever you want. That's it. He was talking to some of them earthling punks outside, boss. Why were you doing that? What's going on here? on the way. I told him to buzz off. I got no part in any beef between you and them. So what about this thing? You got the container or what? Where is it? You got a lot of stuff in here. We do a nice business in uh, high-value, highly portable goods. You want, uh, you want an oven? No. Uh, maybe a TV? No. Rover tires? No. I-, I can give you good price. No. Where is this widget? Let's get this done. Your loss. It's over here. Follow me. Nothing comes through the port we don't know about, see? Some high-priced goods come through, look like they need some, uh, you know, special handling. We make sure they're put aside. Nothing happens to them. We offer a VIP service, make sure they're handled real good. Take stuff right to your door for you. Swell. Container looks plenty big, all right. Seals look okay. Maxine? The seals are original and intact. Sealed on the earth. Someplace called Wisconsin. Manifest just says agricultural products. You believe that, and there's a platinum asteroid I can sell you real cheap. Shipped up all the way from the Earth must be pretty valuable. What's inside this thing? I don't know. Well, it's gonna cost you 50,000. 50,000? Are you nuts? We're not paying that. You don't know what's inside. How do you know what it's worth? How do you know? For all we know, it's full of dirt. You can appreciate this causes us a problem in terms of proper valuation for our service. Right. Mr. Astro, are you there? Do you have it? Standing in front of it. It looks okay. They want 50,000. That's ridiculous. That's what I said. Great. I'm going home. I guess you are then. Put me on speaker. We'll pay 20,000. 48. This is gonna take a while. 22. 47. Not a penny less. 22.50. 48 and we start roughing up your guy here. Hey, I don't care about him. 23, rich people and criminals, I swear. How is it I so often find myself among this sort of low company? Mike, who else is gonna get in bad enough trouble that they need to pay you to get them out of it? You have a point. How do I even know what I'm bargaining for here? This is stupid. Why don't we just open this thing up and see what's inside? Open the seals and the deal is off. 24. Given the current negotiating positions of both parties, the end price should be approximately 38.3 thousand, though at this rate it could take all night to get there. Should have brought that gratuiton gadget from the port. That would have sped things up. 
Why don't you mutts just call a 38 even, you're throwing a scenic calendar of Mars, and let's get out of here. Shut up. Stay out of this, Mr. Astro. I'm still hungry. Can someone at least send out for some sandwiches? 4650 and we deliver the container wherever you want. On us. No, I have my own truck waiting. I'm about to hang up. 24. Take it or leave it. I hear a truck coming. Did you send it down here? No. From Diane's? What are you doing here? This is my cousin Arnold's place. Why shouldn't I be here? He and other cousins take you here when cops were coming. None of cops' business. Don't need you mixed up with them. You awake? How are you feeling? Why did you smash in there? A few more minutes and I'd have been out of there. Wasn't us. Some other guys. They smash in with truck. Beat up Martian guys. Take all the stuff. Drive away to Big Warehouse a few blocks away on Einstein Avenue near Dome Wall. We wrote down address. Here. I know that place. Who is that, Maxine? I'm just fine, Mike. Thanks for asking. That's where the Jovian mob has some space. I thought they had that big warehouse down past the oxygen station on Pleiades. No, they burned that one down for the insurance money last year, remember? Got this place a while back. Right. Mr. Meteori calling. You want to talk to him? Sure. Mr. Astro, I'm starting to get very frustrated with this entire situation. I'm all busted up about that, Mr. Meteori. Your thingamajig was stolen by the Jovian mob. Is that who I was talking to? No. You were talking to the Martian mob. The Jovians came and knocked over the Martian's joint and took all the stuff while we were talking. They're like that. So what do we do now? Go talk to them. They're not real big on talk, Mr. Meteori. The Martians like to get all chatty when they rob you. The Jovians just sneak up behind you and hit you in the back of the head. I can go over there and give it a try. Chances are the stuff is already on its way out of town, but if they didn't know what to do with it, they may have just dumped it. I'd greatly appreciate it if you'd give it a try. All right, we'll head over there. Can't promise you anything. Hey, Sergeant. What brings you here? Astro, what happened to you? You look like you got hit by an asteroid. All in a night's work. What happened here? There was a tip. There was an oxygen leak here. When they came to check it out, the whole place was on fire. The Jovians. Yeah, it's a wonder anyone will sell them fire insurance anymore. They got the fire out. There's nothing in the place except this one container. Agricultural products? Yeah, and some rich fella's been calling, making a big stink about it. Wants it back. Says he doesn't want to file any sort of a complaint. I guess the thing must have walked down here from the port all by itself. Or else it caught a cab. That rich fella just happens to be my client, Sergeant. Any chance we could get that thing out of here? What's in it? I have no idea. And you expect me to believe I'm that? I'm sure Mr. Meteori would be only too happy to make a generous donation to the Policeman's Benevolent Don't Association. Don't you try that stuff on me, Astro. This is evidence in a crime. We can't let anything go till we open it up. O'Neill, go ahead. Break the seals on that thing. 
Cryostasis container A6010228 opening sequence commenced. Opening seals in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What in the name of... O'Neill, catch those things. Whatever they are. Who went over there, for goodness sake? Oh my god. What sort of monsters are these? Watch out! Based on image and sound analysis, they are Gallus Gallus Domesticus, Meliagus Gallopova, and Suscrofa Domesticus, more commonly known on Earth as chickens, turkeys, and pigs. It looks like about six breeding pairs of each shipped in cryostasis. Mike, someone was going to start a farm. Astro, help us catch these things. Mike, Mr. Meteori just sent a message. Someone tipped him off. The police just opened the container and he doesn't want it anymore. He says the contents are contaminated. He'll still pay for your time, Mike. O'Neill, catch that one over there. What am I supposed to do with these things once I catch them? Do you want me to cuff them? Ollie, get out of this place. We're locking them in. Well, the scenes. What am I supposed to do with this mess now? If I might make a suggestion, Sergeant. Sure. I think Mike and I know a group of people who probably had a lot of experience dealing with animals. I'm pretty sure some sort of arrangement could be made with them to make all of this just go away. Good idea, Maxine. Sergeant, I'm sure they'd be only too happy to take all of this off your head. Whatever it takes, but I know nothing about it. Well, Sally, let me just say on behalf of the whole Astro family, we were all so happy to have you over for dinner tonight, and please come back anytime. And that hot dish you brought was amazing. You have to give me the recipe. What was in that? I think that, uh, 23 special herbs and spices from Earth. Old family recipe. Thank you so much for having me. You better get going. Bye, Ma. Sally, thanks for coming. I'll walk you back home. Okay. I meant to ask you, um, what's in that casserole thing you brought? It, uh, it didn't have any dead animals in it, did it? You think I'm crazy? Like I do that to people? Like I gonna go cause kulat with big nice Mooney family by feeding them food they don't know what it is? Make big trouble for everybody? Anyway, we need animal stock to grow more. Arnold got space down in lava tubes. Gonna get enough animals together to open restaurant. Lot of Erdlings coming up now. Want place to get good food? Not this yuck yuck Mooney stuff. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. Maybe we can, uh, go out again? That'd be nice. Are we being followed? Sure. By whom? Arnold and cousins. Make sure I'm safe. You don't get fresh. Cause Kulat with our family, then they gotta have big stick talk with you. Charming. Don't you worry. They old-fashioned. New place. They gotta learn. Arnold Dota. Yeah. Cousins. Home go, quick, quick, buzz, buzz, off, off. I'll you home later, huh? Buzz, buzz. They go now. Know what's good for them. You walk me home. Nice night. Earth pretty. Mike, why these rich guys want to bring up all these animals from Earth anyway? And why they want to hide them? I don't know, Sally. 
Maybe they went on vacation on Earth and had some meat and got a taste for it. And as to hiding it, well, most people up here wouldn't look too kindly on it. They were probably afraid it would make them look bad. Maxine, find us one of those nice walks back through town you're always going on about. And then, um, go to sleep for a while. Be happy to, Mike. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Tales from the Moon. I want to give a big shout out to all our listeners in New York, California, Oregon, Nevada, Connecticut, Virginia, Vermont, Maryland, Rhode Island, Washington, D.C., Arizona, Washington State, Belgium, Portugal, and other locations around the U.S. and the world. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please consider going up to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leaving some stars and a review. If you're interested in hearing more about future events on the moon and out in the solar system, and how the people of the moon and the Earth get along after a rather rough reacquaintance, tune into our next episode, which should be along in about two to four weeks. And if you feel enlightened by this podcast and think it might lead to the cultural betterment of others, please tell a friend and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To keep up with events on the moon, go to www.talesfromthemoon.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at Moontail Podcast, on Instagram at Tales from the Moon, and on Facebook at Tales from the Moon Podcast. This is Eric T. Brandenburg, signing off until next time. Tales of the Moon is produced, written, and performed by Eric T. Brandenburg, thanks to Zapsplat.com and Epidemic Sound for the music and sound effects. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.